Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing A Monster Calls and Silence, as well as discussing our most overrated and underrated movies of 2016. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How are you doing today? I am still under the weather, but better than what I was last episode. That's true. So hopefully we'll have less sniffles this time. I mean, I hope so. I mean, I was doing really good this morning. Um, and then as soon as we started the show, I was like, come on, man. Come on, nose. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll power through. You'll power through, right? I'll, I will try, man. <laughs> all right. So... This is interesting. This is interesting because we have this. And to me, all right, I don't know about how you feel about this, but to me, this is a prime example as to why we do not do our top 10 best until we get closer to the Oscars. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Because we would be screwed if we had done our best at the end of the year. And then these movies come out and we're like, oh, well, all right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, so it's just how it is with how these Oscar kind of movies release dates work. But I'm happy we got to see these movies. Very happy. Definitely. um, We're going to start with A Monster Calls. And this was the one you were most looking forward to. Yeah. So I'll start with you. What were your thoughts on A Monster Calls? I really, really, really liked this movie. Um, It was really great. Um, It definitely kept up with the hype that I had for it. So it was not a disappointment. I'm Mm -hmm. really glad that that I saw it. Yes, was it pissed off at the delay? Yeah, it was. Because <laughs> they kept pushing out. it back. Yeah. Um, but in the end, it was still worth it. It was such a great movie. And it's funny because Liam, ne- Liam Neeson is actually in both of these movies. That's true. That's yeah. true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, his performance in both of them was actually really good. But mm-hmm. I, I I really loved him in, in um, The Monster Calls. I think every time he came on screen, mm-hmm. um, it... His his like that his his performance as as the monster really uh really took the spotlight. Yeah, so his, I, his voice I, brought, brought some gravitas to the movie, you know, uh, credibility there. Um, I will agree; he's definitely one of my positives as well. And to me, Felicity Jones. Yeah, um, man, we <laughs> definitely saw some acting skills there. I mean, oh, yeah. definitely. I mean, from her doing not so great in Inferno to her doing good in Rogue One and to her doing a great job. It was kind of like a leveled performance basically like throughout the year bad, Uh good, fantastic. So I mean it's really she gave a fantastic performance. Yeah. I think her chemistry with um, Louis Mac uh, McDougal um, who plays Connor Mm -hmm. um, they had great chemistry and especially he as a young actor he did a great job Mm -hmm. did a great job. What did you think about him? Um I think that when he hit those emotional moments, it works. He can, you can feel it. And you can definitely see that there's talent there. And my only issue with him, only issue, and this is an issue I had with another 2016 release in Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. When you have, and this is true of any actor, but it's emphasized when it's with a kid. When, you have, you're, when you're acting against something that is not a person, 
it is very difficult because most of the time you're looking at some big green CGI or big green screen thing and you don't know exactly where to look. It takes some skill to be able to do that. And I think a lot of the times in this, I have the same issue with Jungle Books. Like I just said, these kids don't know where to look and it kind of, to me, it's distracting. I know maybe I'm in the minority with that. I don't care. To me, it was distracting, but... You can't deny this kid has got talent. He's very good. And when he does hit those emotional moments, it's like, dang, you can feel it. Um, and that's probably the biggest compliment I can give this movie other than Felicity Jones' performance, which, by the way, I think she should be nominated. Just saying she was for a supporting actress. She is that good in this movie. And she reminds everybody why she is an Academy Award nominated actress. Um, but the biggest compliment I can give this movie is it's just filled to the brim with emotion <laughs> filled to the brim like honestly i don't know about you i don't think you were as affected as i was but honestly i was like on the verge of tears at dude, sa- dude same thing it man very- it was so good um the this movie definitely tugs at the at the strings of your heart man mm-hmm. it's so great when it does that and you're just like over here you're just like god i want to cry right now because it's it does it so well uh this is definitely such a human movie Mm -hmm. and it's honestly for me it's one of the best of the year yeah um and i think uh we we haven't mentioned uh sigourney weaver i think she does a great job but there are some times when her accent slips okay yeah um i'll get to sigourney weaver a little bit in my negatives but it's not like it don't take this as like she gave a horrible performance that's not what i'm gonna say but trust me i'll get there i think she um, does a, i think i think her and uh again caught her and lewis uh i think they had great yeah. i think i think all of them had great chemistry yeah. and overall the performances were great oh definitely the, cin- the cinematography was really good mm-hmm. i liked it um the, i like the soundtrack yeah. And Toby Keeb- Toby Keeble, I really liked him as a dad as well. He was he was okay. great. I mean, he didn't really stand out at all. Yeah, I mean, he didn't stand out. But um, overall, the performances were yeah. great. The performance is definitely a strong suit. But to me, it's the layered emotion and like how it, how deep this movie is and how kind of how many levels it's able to hit with uh, just grief and kind of struggling by like through grieving while somebody is still alive because they're dying and you know they're dying. All these different things, and it's just so deep and so it's able to hit those notes. And it hits them beautifully and masterfully. The director of this movie weaves this movie together incredibly, in my opinion. Now, for the first, like, two acts, I was sitting there like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. But it all ties together so well that it's kind of like a rival in that way. Where you're just like, you're, you're kind of like, what is going on for a lot of it? And you're, But you're appreciating what's going on. You're just not sure how it's all going to tie together. And then it ties together perfectly. Yeah, J.A. Bayona. Yes. Um, he does a fantastic job really yeah. directing this movie. Mm-hmm. And... Um, People were really con- like. I mean, at least when I was seeing the trailer, I really liked this trailer for the for this movie. But I was I was sort of confused by some of the shots that they had mm-hmm. and of like uh, some of the scenery, like when we see like the paintings, like you know, coming to life yeah. and everything. And those are, are like a part of something, and yeah. they. The, just the way that it's executed is so well um and it's so well written yes it's very well written and the way those stories kind of tie t- tie together and tie into the meaning of the film it really works because again as i was watching it, i was like this feels really random and disconnected it all ties together and it works beautifully yes um so definitely those are our positives Do you have anything else oh that's it for me man all right negatives um i will i'll mention this going over here 
I don't think she gave a bad performance, don't get me wrong. I just think she was miscast. I don't think her skill set necessarily lines up with what this role needed, needed, and I, I just think it was miscast in that way. Um, now, again, not saying she's bad. She does fine, but I think they could have gotten somebody better who could have been maybe a little more... Uh, who could have fit the role a little bit better, you know what I'm saying? Um, and again, this is not, like, I'm kind of nitpicking here. <laughs> That's just that... Um, and I know you kind of mentioned her already, but then Felicity Jones's character, I wasn't as attached to her as I wanted to be. The only reason I was so attached to her and that those emotional moments worked for me with her and the kid was because Felicity Jones was that freaking good. I don't necessarily think her character, like, I feel like we should have gotten a little more backstory on her to become more attached to her. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that, those are really my only negatives. Um... I think I had one more thing, but I can't remember. Do you have anything? Um, just the just besides like Sigori Weaver's like um, you know accent kind of okay. you know dropping the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something that I saw that I'm at, that I'm at, am I gonna say because it? it might it might okay. be a spoiler, but um, I mentioned to see if you guys uh, see. I ended up seeing because I came to you after the movie and I said, "Dude, did you know this?" Is? And they were just like, um, well, it's not necessarily a, like a negative, but I want to know like if they did it on purpose, as, like, as, like, a, like as like an Easter egg sort of type of thing. Um, another thing, I I can give you that of the, you know what, you know what's negative? We didn't get as much time with uh, the father. What Toby Kebbell's character? Yeah, I wish that we, I wish we got more of him. I think because I think he's a good character. I think that was kind of the point, though. But yeah, I, I mean, I just wish we got more of him and stuff like that. Because I, when he was talking to Connor, I, I really did like the dialogue there between mm-hmm. the two of them. I just wish we got more of it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um. But all right, that's it for my negatives, Carlos. What are you gonna rate this movie, man? I am at a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yes, it is. I believe it's on my top ten list at the point. So, uh, I do like this is a great movie, it's and cool. it's very much worth seeing. And I know people are saying this is one thing I keep hearing is you're not going to want to go back. This is one of those movies that you'll love while you see it, but you'll never want to see it again because it's sad. I think it's deeper than sad. Like it's just to just say it's a sad movie is just kind of writing it off. There's a lot more to it than just sadness. <laughs> so I really love this movie. Okay. Um, I'm at a 9.3. Okay. I really like this wow. movie. Really like this movie. That's definitely on your top ten. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely on my top ten yeah. list. All right. Well, we will get to those lists at some point. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We need to talk about it. Um, but keep your eye out for that. All right. So now you want to move on to let's move on to silence. Silence. All oh, right. Now, man. now this was a much higher anticipated oh, movie yeah. for you. Uh, I remember when we first saw. I remember when you first heard the news of it. Like I, I don't think there was like a poster or anything about it. Nope. Nothing. No trailer. You were. This was a, a highly anticipated yeah, movie for dude. you for a long time because it's Martin Scorsese. Yeah. I remember we got into an argument about it on this very podcast because we were doing our most anticipated for the rest of 2016, like at the midway point of the year. Yeah. And I had this on the list, and it doesn't have a trailer. It didn't have um, a poster. It d- just had a few images, like back behind the scenes images, and you were like. How can this be on your top ten most anticipated? Um, and it is because, or it was because um, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese is my favorite director by far. He's, in my opinion, one of the best directors, if not the best director of our generation and of all time. He just look at his filmography, and it's going to be hard for you to pick out something that you hate. You know, <laughs> um, he's just that good. Um, 
and he does it again. <laughs> um, okay. Martin Scorsese directs the crap out of this movie, and this silence is just in a, a very intelligent exploration of faith, of doubt, of love, of um, I, don't, I don't even know, like temptation, of uh, of persecution. There's just so many different very interesting aspects of, of to this movie that it's able to kind of delve into and go in really deep be, because Martin Scorsese, if there's one thing true about him, he is not afraid to take his time. And I think it works beautifully for this movie. Um, the original cut for this movie was four hours and they cut it down to two hours and what, 40 something minutes. Yeah. Um, and I, I love this movie. I really do. I think it's probably one of the best. It, right? It's probably the best movie of the year, in my opinion. Oh, so I'll tell you number one. Oh, it's close. If, if it's not there, I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember exactly um, for Arrival. But I think you had like a 9.6 for Arrival. Then we'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, like I said, Andrew Garfield amazing in this movie i don't he has done such a great job yeah. this year with um hacksaw ridge mm-hmm. and now silence this man gives such great performances oh he killed it he this year. has killed yeah you're right he is i'm not gonna say kill it. he he's destroyed it this year <laughs> honestly because he he's doing such a great job yeah. um if <laughs> he he's so good he's um, so good Are, honestly one of the best actors this this year oh yeah i wouldn't um Okay, so then this becomes a question. Well, what performance was better from him? Hacksaw Ridge or... If I had... Because he was so good in this movie, too. <laughs> um, if I'm going to... if Honestly, if I'm going to give it to him, I'm probably going to... And it's just by a little bit. Probably going to give it to him. Just still the Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Still the Hacksaw Ridge. I would... Like, they're so close. But I would give the edge to this movie just barely. But it, they're yeah. both amazing Yeah, I mean, we're basically still in the yeah. same ballpark. It was oh, like yeah. little barely. But, yeah. Um, man, this movie. Jeez. So, Andrew Garfield is amazing. Adam Driver does a brilliant job as well. Yes. Um, I need to pull up the rest of the cast list. Who was um, his... Uh, the Like, the, the his their guide... What was the guy's name? Do you remember? Um, uh, Yosuke Kub- <laughs> <Kubazuka>. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> But his name is uh, Kirichio, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I have um, him right here. Brilliant performances from all the supporting cast. Liam Neeson was great in the limited role that he had. I, look, I love all the performances in this movie. To me, what sets it apart, just kind of like a monster calls, is its themes, is the things that it's able to touch on, the things that it's able to explore. You really see him struggling. Which the movie is called Silence, and I I wasn't sure what that like what, what that title was, what it meant, and. It's about God's silence. That's what it's about. It's about someone struggling with how can God be silent when all this crap is happening around me? And it's a man struggling with why is he like, why are all these people being allowed to suffer? And I just think it explores all those things so brilliantly and so beautifully. I, I, I think I, this is a masterpiece in my opinion. This was a great movie. Uh, I do have 
one particular issue. Okay. It's not a huge issue. It's okay. not a huge issue. But um, I did I did really enjoy this movie. This movie okay. tests faith. Oh yeah. And you really for those for those of you um who aren't in faith or whatever, you really do see what a person in faith back in the day goes through on, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Um, when it comes to a country not necessarily agreeing with your religion. I mean, this is a perfect. I thought I, th- I thought this was honestly a perfect depiction of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is you just see what people go through mm-hmm. um, just for believing in what they believe in. Um, and I mean, when I came, when I, honestly, when I walked out of this movie, I was just, I was just relieved and I was mm-hmm. like, I thank you. Like, thank this country, you mm-hmm. know, for, um, you know, you know, allowing me to believe in what I believe in. So, I mean, it, you really, for me, this movie made me grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, and there, it, it just shows that in some countries of the world, you know, it, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the performances in this movie were powerful. To see, I, honestly, the cinematography in this movie was amazing. That's one thing these two movies have in common: yeah. is the cinematography. The cinematography was really great. Scorsese knows what um, he's doing with the camera. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, um, there wasn't a lot of soundtracks in this movie, but this, but the ones that 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 were on, they were really, really good. One thing I really love, intense. One thing I love about this movie is it is not afraid at all to use its title, its title sake. It is not afraid to use silence at all. It there's there are parts of this movie where literally no no sound whatsoever, and it's so impactful because you're just you're with there, with there being no audio, you're just like your eyes are glued to the screen because you're like this, this puts you on e- or, uh, uh, like it puts you on edge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because you're used to there being some sort of noise, even if it's background noise. Um, and it's just it works so well and the climax of this movie works really well i love the way this movie's written i will give you um there are a few points in this movie and we'll, we can switch over to negatives now unless you have anything um, else the dialogue in this movie okay. was fantastic yeah. um you know when andrew garfield's character rodrigo's was going against the interpret the inquisitor mm-hmm. when they were going there was two scenes where they were just going back and forth i'm yes. just like Wow! Yeah, like they're going toe to toe. Um, I, it's awesome. I, I love, I love seeing dialogue like that. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, getting into negatives, I think that the movie should have been cut down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think if we would have turned it down like like another maybe like ten minutes, it would have been fine. Um, but I understand what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I I disagree to an extent, or because I I think that the movie's runtime it's necessary. Like, there's not much that I would say we need to cut this out. I do think that at times it meandered a little bit the story where I was like, we're in this one place for a little too long, especially in the first half. But again, I'm really nitpicking here because even that was it, like, I was never bored watching this movie. And that's kind of, that's my bar for that. But I do think it meandered a little bit. And then also, um, but not really like I was gonna say that there were times I could feel that the, that we cut off an hour and 20 minutes of this movie of the original cut mm-hmm. but I really couldn't because I, even at moments when I was like oh so is this where they cut it flowed really well anyway so I, I, like I'm trying here I, I don't have many negatives for this movie um, oh and I remember the actor who I was thinking of um, the one who played the Inquisitor 
Issei Ogata, I yeah. think. Um, he, he was fantastic. I thought he was so intimidating. Even with his, like, he has a kind of higher-pitched voice, and he was still intimidating. I'm like, that's impressive, dude. Um, so I, I really loved especially, him. Especially with his voice, too. So yeah, was, exactly. Uh, really um, good. Yeah, so I, I, I really appreciate this movie. I really do. Um, and it's one that... Honestly, it might be the best Christian movie we've been in a long time, and it's not even by a like traditional Christian director or whatever. So it's interesting. Um, all right, do you have any more negatives? No, that's it for me, man. All right. Um, so, what are you going to rate this movie, Ozzy? This is not my typical movie. I would run out and go see, um, and it's not something I would. It's not something I'd be like, I need to see this again. But um, it is a beautifully made film. It has great themes in it. Um, I definitely recommend it to moviegoers uh, who are studying film. I think this is a great film. So I'm going to rate this film a 9.2. Okay. All right. I am higher than you, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gave this, yeah, this is, this might be your number one. It is. It's my number one. I'm, I have it at 9.7. 9.7? 9. Yep. Okay. Um, it is the best film of the year that I've seen so far. Um, barely beats out Arrival because Arrival, as I've mentioned multiple times, is absolutely brilliant and, again, beautifully made. And, again, has a lot to say. And I, that, if you can't tell, I love movies that have something to say. Like, have something to say about society or about a certain topic like this movie does. Um, so, Martin Scorsese is just proving that this is up there with some of his best work. It really is. So, would you... Was this movie everything that you wanted it to be? Yes. Okay. And this is one where, because a lot of the times with some of these movies, you're sitting there watching and you're like, I'm not sure. And then it wraps it, like it all ties together well. And that, like, Arrival, I would put in that category. You're watching and a lot of it, you're just like, this is good, but it's 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 good. And then it all ties together and you're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, or even... A monster calls like we just said like i wasn't like in love with this movie for the most for most of it and then the end happens you're like oh my gosh that and it, it makes the movie better than like this in the last part this is one of the movies where the entire time i was sitting there going this is amazing okay that's how well is it made definitely it is. like one of your favorite scorsese movies well, I mean, Goodfellas is always going to be my favorite Scorsese movie, most likely. I doubt anything will ever top <laughs> it. Um, but it's definitely up there with some of the rest of his work. Um, so, I, I don't know. It, it, I'd have to rank them, and that's an intimidating task, because there is a lot, and they are all high quality. So, <laughs> we will see. I don't know. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. So, that was our review of Silence, and you also previously got our review of... Um, monster, monster calls. calls yep all right so that is that man now we are going to get into um we're not going to spend too too much time on this uh, we're this is going to be a shorter episode but it, i think it's worth discussing um we're going to talk about and we're not going to rank them or anything really we're just going to maybe mention a few um maybe honorable mentions and then one specific one that we would say is the most overrated or and or underrated movies of 2016 um, because opinions everybody has them and sometimes we disagree with the majority um, so I will start with my well you want to start with overrated or underrated start with uh, I want to see I want to see what your overrated is okay overrated my most overrated movie of 2016 <coughs> um whew. 
I, I know you're think you're probably thinking I'm gonna say Manchester by the Sea. I'm not gonna say Manchester by the Sea. Um, because I do still wanna watch that movie again because I You got time I, before you leave, man. Huh? You got time before you leave. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> it, because I, I do think that I, I will. I, I have a feeling I'm going to like it more the second time I watch it. My most overrated movie of 2016 is Utopia. That movie, people praise that movie. <laughs> like, it was... When that movie came out, it was like, oh my gosh, this movie is going to be the best animated movie of the year. It's going to... It's one of Disney's best animated movies in recent memory. It is not. It is not even close to one of Disney's best in, in one of Disney's best modern films. It's just not. And you can hear our discussion on Disney's modern films on what episode was that? Episode like fifty something. I don't yeah. remember. Um, but go back and find that episode. We discussed that. But it's not one of Disney's best modern films. It's not. And I can't believe you did not like that movie as much, look, man. I think it's. I think it's a good movie. I just think that it's glorified. Like it's more. It's more DreamWorks than Disney. It feels like a DreamWorks movie, and it's like a glorified DreamWorks movie. But I don't know. It's just it's okay, and I think it was very on the nose, and that and people love the message. I, that's what I think. A lot of it is people loved the message of this movie, and it got. And they kind of were like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. And it's like, but it has to tell the message in a good way, not like a, here, here is exactly what we are trying to say. Like, I don't know. It, it just felt a little forced to me, and I, I'm not the biggest fan of Zootopia, to be honest. So that is my most overrated movie of 2016. Um, I'm shocked. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like, I'm not as shocked. Okay, what's your most overrated, Ozzy? Um, my most... Under, sorry, Over. underrated. Overrated movie of 2016 is probably going to be. I mean, I've heard a lot of great things about this movie. Um, a lot of great things, but the fact that I could still call out a few things um, just bothers me. I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and say, excuse me. Um, Fences was an overrated movie for me. Okay. Um, it, it was a great movie. I'm not going to say it wasn't a great movie, but it, it, I don't think it deserves as much as a recognition that it's, I mean, it's getting. I don't mm-hmm. think it's like a perfect film. I don't, I mean, it's not in my top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, I thought the movie was good for what it was, but the fact that I could still tell that it was a, there's a positive in the neck. There's, there's, there has to be a middle ground there. But to me, there wasn't really a middle ground there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, a, it felt like a play. The fact that I could call out cues um, is, to me, I, I, I don't think I should be able to do that. But the fact that I did, I was like, that's a cue. Cue to come back on. Okay. Um, to me, that was a problem. So I, I don't think it deserves, like, as much recognition as it, as it did. Um, okay. an, honorable, an honorable mention for me was Jackie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd consider any of those overrated, but I I get what you're saying. Like I, when I it comes to when it comes to Oscar buzz. Okay. Um, I'm not saying the general public, but I, yeah. I was thinking like Oscar buzz. Okay. Um, overratedness. I mean, Jackie again. Jackie was was a good movie. I didn't think it was close to being fantastic. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be nominated for, like, Best Picture or anything. I think, if anything, for both of those movies, the performances are what gonna, what's going to come out of that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, let's go, let's go to Underrated, then. Underrated. I'm going to start, or you want to? You, you can wanna... start. Go for it. 
I've mentioned this movie a few times, and I really enjoyed this movie. I, I think I, I enjoyed this movie more than you did. Okay. And I'm going to mention it. Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic, to me, is... To me, it beats Sing Street. Because... Ooh. And, <laughs> wow. and hear me out. Um, is that on your top ten? I think it's on my top ten favorite. Okay. To me, it beats Sing Street when it comes to it because I mean, people still have that outlet, that outlet to go see it on Netflix, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have already started to see it, you know, mm-hmm. at this point. As to Captain Fantastic, it hasn't yet, and that's my reason. That's for why um, Sing Street, Sing Street is an honorable mention, but mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's not my final decision. Okay. Because um, my dad saw Sing, I finally got my dad to see Sing Street on Netflix. Um, oh, yeah, I was, I was excited, yeah. but. Um, Dang man, it's just this movie just really hits home for me, man. Mm-hmm. It just you know, you just see that you know, this movie just proves that nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll just say it again, man. There's no, I'm not a dad, but this mm-hmm. movie for me feels it really makes me understand my parents a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when I compare my parents to like other people's parents, you know, and the lessons that they try to teach me and it's just mm-hmm. like oh you know well this is why I did that I'm like it doesn't make any sense and then I ask some other parents they're like well no I wouldn't have done that and it's just like no there's no perfect sorry about that was my phone guys um, there's just no perfect way to parent um, you can only try your best and that that for me was such a powerful message mm-hmm. um, the cinematography was great the performances were great in this movie mm-hmm. um, I loved the soundtrack in this movie such a peaceful soundtrack um, it's definitely it's gonna honestly it's my recommendation for this episode guys you guys need to see this movie it's so good um, Viggo Mortensen that's his name yeah um, guys if you've seen Lord of the Rings he's what character is he um. Uh, oh crap! I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> I thought you would know it all, people. Um, he's the king. He's the king of men. There you go. <laughs> Can't think of his name. Um, and Jesse is gonna like assassinate me now. Um, but you know, sorry. And Miles. Miles is gonna kill me too. I'm gonna look up the name now okay. for um. His name was Aragorn for you guys, for you Lord of the Rings fans, Aragorn. <laughs> so um, definitely check him out. He does a fantastic job in Cam- Captain yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I think he even got nominated for a, for a Golden Globe. Golden Globe. I mean, they're not big deals to us, but <laughs> for those of you who love the Golden Globes, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check it out. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a fair one. I like I I didn't love that movie as much as you did, obviously, but I still think it's a very good movie. Um, I think Sing Street is a great call. I didn't even think of that one, but that's a good point because that movie it's just under it was underseen. Nobody saw it. That's the problem. And honestly, I think if more people saw it and if it got a bigger release, then it would probably be getting Best Picture buzz because it's that good, Sing Street. But um, my. I'm, tr- I'm really struggling. I have a lot of underrated ones. I really do. Um, I think what I'll land on here is... I, well, okay, let me first say... I could say Hail Caesar, for the, which is a movie I mentioned last episode mm-hmm. um, in my recommendations because I think that movie was so funny and I don't think a lot of people saw it. It wasn't, wasn't as well-received as a lot of Coen brothers normally is, um, so that's interesting. Um, and then also, this is another one before I get to my actual answer. I heard this from Chris Stuckman on his most underrated films episode of his or of his YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it's very interesting, and I actually agree. 
because of how kind of negative the fan base has kind of skewed with this. X-Men Apocalypse. That movie, he mentioned that one, and I'm like, that is true. People are saying that, that people are considering that, like, with the garbage, like, Suicide Squad, and, like, for some people, Batman vs. Superman. People are throwing that down with them. To me, I think, if you go back and listen to our review of it, we both gave it a six-point-something. We both said it was okay. It's not a horrible movie, and people are treating it like it's horrible. It was disappointing, yes, and that's, I think, another discussion we could definitely be having at some point is most disappointing movies of 2016, because there are a lot of competitors for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there are a lot of competitors with that one. But I don't think it's as bad as it's it's kind of grown to be viewed as. Definitely. I think I think the reason why it's so hated now is because Days of Future Past was so... Like, you yeah, know, the first definitely. two movies were so good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This one has such, a, you know, hype behind it. So, yeah. definitely. I mean, right. I would understand. I mean, the, people are just angry with how that movie came out. Yeah. All right, so my um, actual answer for most underrated movie of 2016 is Everybody Wants Some. Um, it is a Richard Link- Linklater film. It is um, a quote-unquote spiritual sequel to um, Dazed and Confused. I believe I've recommended it on this podcast before. It is so freaking good, man. I love this movie. I think, in my opinion, now... Keep in mind, I saw this movie before I went back and watched Days and Confused. But in my opinion, it's better than Days and Confused. Okay. Um, it's just so uh, charming. The characters are great. And you know what I just realized? What? The girl from Why Him, who I called out and said, she is very talented. She is in. She's one of the main characters in Everybody Wants Some. And I was, that's where, wow. I was like, that's where I saw her from. She was great in that movie. The, this movie is so... It's it's a comedy, but it's not like a traditional, like, you're, it's going to have you laughing the entire time. It's just so charming and kind of fun that you're going to be having a... You'll have a smile on your face the entire time you watch it. I highly recommend this movie. I love this movie to death. Um... And I will probably be buying it on DVD soon just because every time I see it, I'm like, I should probably buy that. And then I'm like, nah, but I need to buy it because <laughs> it's really good. Um, so, yeah, that is my most underrated movie of 2016. Watch it. Even if you haven't seen Days of Confused like I had when I like I hadn't when I watched it, it's very much worth it. Okay. All right. So though that is my um, underrated. Do you have anything else? Um no man that that's it for me man um we are we're running pretty (laughs) short here but hey whatever do you have a recommendation um you already said um captain fantastic i already said captain fantastic um guys my recommendation is indie movies guys i mean good call i mean carlos carlos is a witness i was i was not an indie movie guy coming into starting this podcast and carlos you know was showing me all these movies i'm like these movies are, are freaking amazing like where the hell have i been um so you know definitely check out some of these indie movies that, that we're talking about like sing street it's on netflix mm-hmm. um captain fantastic um swiss army man takes it it asks you to take a leap with it and, mm-hmm. and you know you get just go with go with it man um what other what other indie movies are out there? Um, I don't know. There were, there have been a lot. Um, there were there have been a lot of great oh. indie movies. I mean, there's some bad ones, but yeah. mainly 2016 has been great with um, indie movies. Yes, it's, it has. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
That's my number one, guys. Um, check Moonlight. It Moonlight. Yep. That was another great one. Yes. Moonlight is a beautifully beautiful it's film. Another one I kind of um, want to watch again, honestly. Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah, because it it's just for me this this just the story is just so mm-hmm. well written. Um, it's divided into three acts. And it's so good. Every actor who takes on this character, that character was just so good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, I mean, check out the MD films. You know, yeah, it, it, it frustrates me. And, you know, someone in, someone in the YouTube uh, comment was saying, for those of you saying 2016 was a really bad year for movie, and they had, like, a yeah. list of movies, I'm just like, thank you. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you, because it really was not. Yeah. Um, it's a great year. You just have to, you know, not go only see the blockbusters, because those were disappointing, and those would fill up our list for most disappointing movies of 2016. Definitely. Definitely. Um, man, yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Random thing, because, you know, we got time to spare or whatever. Um, what... <laughs> The, the, I recently kind of pulled together and saw what were my most watched movies of 2016. Uh huh. Number one with five times was um, The Witch. I saw that movie five times in 2016. Okay. <laughs> Number two um, was Sing Street. I saw that movie four times in 2016. And number three was Swiss Army Man. Which I saw three times. <laughs> I'm not sure what that really says about me. What do you think? <laughs> I'm concerned. Means that you love indie movies, man. <laughs> True. Uh, I guess that's the cleanest and, and probably the healthiest takeaway you can probably have with that. Um, but anyway, yeah, we are definitely kind of looking forward to. I, I'm really looking forward to kind of finishing all all these 2016 releases and then getting into um, some of these. Um, horrible January movies, which we will have an Underworld. Is that the franchise that it is? Yeah, we'll have a review for that on our next episode, I believe. That'll be um, fun. <laughs> but yeah, we, we still got a few more movies to go before we're, we'll be confident and kind of comfortable enough to release our top ten list. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely something to keep an eye out for. Um, my recommendation is... Um, man, I'm trying to... I would probably say, and this is a recommendation more for you, actually, Ozzy, and just for everybody, because, you know, you need to. Scorsese movies. Go watch some Scorsese movies, please. <laughs> like, anything. Uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas um, is really good, guys. Raging Bull. Um, Taxi Driver. Uh, mean Streets. Um, geez, there's just so many. Uh, the Departed. Bob would be kill me if I don't mention The Departed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. It's just, he is... He didn't direct Wolf of Wall Street, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so, Scorsese is one of, if not the best director, almost of all time, you can make that argument. So, watch his movies. Go back, watch them. You will not regret it. Period. So, that's my recommendation watch them all right so um yeah that's that's all i got ozzy you want to sign us out yeah man um carlos where can people find you on social media um you can find me on social media uh at twitter and instagram all cherry 456 at cherry 456 and make sure you follow us all over social media all at Screenfellas. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Great YouTube videos coming out. We had a Star Wars video recently come out where Jesse broke down a Star Wars novel. Um, and then we will have some top 10 videos coming out pretty soon, which will be interesting. Um, I still need to give you my list. Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> Mile, I'm on eight. Miles, I'm on eight. Miles, I'm on eight. Miles, <laughs> if you're listening to this, Ozzy is the one holding everybody up. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's what I got. 
that. Um, all right, guys, and you can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy and also on Instagram at Ozzy Cray because I'm crazy sometimes, guys. It's just who I am. Um, <laughs> if you guys have any questions or any topics that you guys want us to talk about, please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, guys, check us out on YouTube, like Carlos just said. This is Screenfellas. Fellas.